0: Comic book day, and welcome back, all you four color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast HQ for all things comic book connected. We are John and Charlie Rivera, the co founders of U.S. Comics. Charlie, happy comic book day, and happy
1: comic book day to you and to everyone listening and watching today as always we are brought to you by bad Mary band and sergeant finesse gaming if you haven't done so already please smash that like and or follow button and hit that comment section like you're packing the power of multiple unrelated gods and or monsters wow. yeah john i got one simple <laughs> word for you and that shit is shazam John, uh, I assume because of our pre-note conversation and because of our text over the last week that you, in fact, have seen Shazam! 2, and I want to talk all about it. I do want to remind everyone watching uh, live on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch to drop in and let us know what the haps right out the gate. Cousin Paul over on YouTube is mentioning for the live feed. We switch sides, and that's because of one of you beautiful Twitch-watching something guns Part of the fact that when we're on the show it looks like John is avoiding looking at me because both I of us have our notes I'm very much avoiding it at each other's angles so this should be the semi-permanent <laughs> look of the show for the remainder of the season but who knows because I consistently forget to check the cameras yeah. what I was going to forget to do was join the hundreds of millions of people and not see the number one movie in the world right now which is Shazam 2 but only like 40 people want to go see it and John I am I, I'm going to do something I never do on the show. Makes sense? DC, DC Warner Brothers. I'm sorry. Shazam 2 was a fucking delight. It is the most fun I've had with a superhero movie in wow. like 4 years. John, Welcome
0: to the show, sir. Can I, you I ask me s- this? Uh, yes. Answer me this. Where's my brother Charlie? I don't Did know. Did you Here's... see him among the, the thousands of toys in that office? Is so... he maybe like under a pile of proton packs?
1: There's a chance. There's a chance that that's very much where he is. But that son of a bitch, can go sit and spin. Because I finally get how fun magic could be. This movie. Wow. I don't even I know this kid you, anymore. Before I kick it to you, let me give you the stakes. This movie is 300 times better, better. I'm using the word better as a universal truth. It you is better it. 500 times it. than Love and Thunder. It is 300 times better than Ministry of Magic or whatever the fuck the last Dr. Doctor, uh, Doctor Strange movie was. Uh, <laughs> Dr. I Potter. So much, I had so much <laughs> goddamn fun, but I want to kick it to you, John. Uh, you yes. like magic. You like Shazam? You have arguably the greatest comic book pitch for the character of Shazam, really the former Captain Marvel himself. And John, and uh, I I am on record. I, I often it. will Let do this.
0: Uh, um, uh, Warner Brothers, DC, come to me. I'll bail you out, man. I'll even leave James Gunn employed when I do it. Uh, yeah, you're goddamn right. I have the best pitch for for. Captain Marvel, as I like to call him, as is originally named in his Fawcett days. In the comics, he's soon to just be called The
1: Captain. <laughs> That's what they're going with. They're going and with... you can
0: see him on uh, Max streaming. Um, ridiculous. But um, you know what, Charlie? It's funny. I have been accused of kind of being hard on some of these uh, comic book entities. Sergeant Finesse is checking in. He must have heard us magically. Uh, mentioning his name already. Welcome. Uh, enjoy your trip, Sergeant. Is currently basking in the sun. Um, but um, where I have tended to be kind of like hard on some of my preferred uh, um, IP, Charlie is downright, um, downright vicious. Not quite as vicious as the Sarge, but pretty vicious. So I'm I'm truly legitimately surprised that Charlie walked away. Uh, from this flick, Smiling, because, uh, yeah, you know, Charlie, I, I partially agree with you. I'll say that this was, quote-unquote, a fun movie. And um, a good friend of the show, a recent co-star of the show, uh, Casey Manning, um, he actually he, he texted me from his showing, Zachary Levi, showed up to his Midtown Manhattan showing on, uh, I guess it was Thursday when he saw the flick. Uh, And again, Zachary Levi, delightful fellow and superhero looking just in his normal clothes. I'll forward you the picture so you know what I'm talking about. Um, But yeah, he even said as much guys. It was like a, a family superhero flick. I'm officially going to label most of these comic book movies that drop outside of the Snyderverse on both the DC and the Marvel side. Charlie, they're action comedies. And for yeah. me, that was the way that you had to kind of like, uh, um, like uh, even yourself. out. of like, okay, magic's okay. It's not going to hurt me. It's not all lame. Myself, I had to be okay. I'm like, look, there's going to be some comedic beats in this thing. Walking in, knowing that that's going to be there, will mean that you're not going to regurgitate yeah. when it eventually happens. But um, yeah, I agree. It was uh, an inoffensive... Fun ish movie. Could I have more fun? Absolutely, but uh, it was better than fine. John,
1: I went. It was in better than fine. Such, such like a prove me wrong if you dare, like the exact way I hate going into movies. Because before I went to go see the flick, I rewatched the first Shazam, <laughs> and I said to myself, you know what? Sure. Give it a second chance. There's been a lot of movies that have really disappointed you maybe there was just too much competition and i watched movies the first shazam. life choices I yeah i literally watched that first <laughs> shazam and i was like this is just as perfectly okay as i remember which was like disappointing it's inoffensive, I, it's, inoffensive it's inoffensive but that inoffensive. first shazam that first shazam like nothing really popped me nothing really got me on board with the characters i thought the villain was fucking absolutely stunk and i feel like from frame one which was this ironic because
0: Mark Strong is a dynamite performer. He is, I, I love Mark incredible. Strong in almost everything he does.
1: Yeah, and the first of b- busted out from Smallville fame. Uh, Lionel Luthor played his father in the first movie, so I should, I wouldn't quite I should say on their side.
0: Y- you're crossing a line already saying that Smallville uh, created this guy. This guy's like an all-time uh, no, actor, Broadway Smallville. cat. I'm Come
1: pretty on. sure exclusively yeah, he made his up. big
0: break in small charlie with canceled. that being
1: said though john from frame one this cast which has been a little bit tightened up um proved all the good from the first Shaz- shazam this is exactly how you like yes and a flick that first movie it was impossible not to love some of the cast but uh our up in my opinion our full upgrade of uh, of mary marvel uh grace caroline curry First, first, mostly, let's go ahead and just declare her a megastar, because every scene
0: she was impossible not to focus in on. I'm fully prepared. What is it? Uh, At recording time, eight oh nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time on a Wednesday. Happy Comic Book Day! I'm officially ready to hand over the entire frickin' franchise to Miss Mary. Marvel if you're nasty. Oh when man, she is just the, Ooh, she is so. There's talented. a
1: scene. Mm. There's a scene where she's dealing with the after effects of the previous night uh, engagement. I'll leave it at mm. that until we get to like the spoiler section. Sure, sure. And it is genuinely one of those like simple jokes that is just like tee hee tee hee tee hee. Uh, Zachary Levy, I think he did the best version. Arguably a dumber Who? version of shazam levi like, levi yeah his look at all the jeans that you have um he does a great job come on man really... his biggest
0: show was named chuck where's where's the, the love bro where's, the, love where's the chuck love
1: you know what helped me love him a bit it was that his shoulders got so much smaller because they didn't feel feel the need to pull like a full
0: pillow bro in each
1: they shoulder. gave they him all the padding
0: that henry cavill said nah i'm good for um, yeah, unbelievable.
1: Um,
0: well, let me the, ask you this, Charlie. Yeah. Because the the movie didn't walk and, and keep your notes handy because I do want you to hit all your yeah. points. Um, even in a magical environment, um, I don't love when superhero movies uh, sequels, you know, within a franchise, when they feel it's totally fine. Like, nah, this is what their costumes look like now. Well, now again, I I realize that you can effectively change a costume on a magical character without ever having to explain it because like, hey, it's fucking magic, you idiot. Yeah. Um, and we we knew to expect it uh, per this uh, beautifully animated by the good folks at DC uh, uh, episode uh, title card that we we're using today. Definitely did not draw that myself. Um, but like we knew that they were gonna have slightly different variant looks about it, but like. No, nothing, nothing at all. We're just going to kind of leave it at, uh, just going to leave it at that. We're going to drop all of these bombshells about the characters and nobody's going to talk about, oh, you like this shirt? How does this look? No, nothing. You know nothing. what's funny, right, that's too? Fine. I that's felt fine. like
1: um, Jack I'm going to do like Mary Grazer. Marvel
0: right now, just zip up. Zip nice. Up, so chilly. Jack
1: Dylan, Dylan Grazer, who uh, just crushes it as the, the kind of slightly younger brother, although it turns out it's only by a month, um, Captain Every Power himself. Um, it's so easy to write that kid a line where like before they go on their first big family outing, if he was like, listen, everybody can go, but we're going to wear the new suits. Something as simple as that, because it is magic. It is very, if you're not going to go all out and have him like zap new costumes on everybody, you can get um, away which with I it. Umbridge with the sleeves on, on Mary Marvel. Um, I think you could have, you, it's so easy to do stuff like that. The fact that they didn't always strikes me as bothersome, but honestly, I had yeah. such a good time. It kind of erased well those few little imperfections for me.
0: I'll, I'll, I'll say this: I, I sat back and um, I'll be I'll be honest. And and for anyone who doesn't quite recall our our Shazam, uh, one review. Zip it lower. Um, say what now? Unzip it more. That's
1: how we get the good <laughs> so, ratings, bro.
0: Listen, that we don't need numbers that bad, um, or we want to protect our numbers that bad. Um. So. So Shazam. In. In general, I take umbrage with the character. Again, the short version. Anyone who doesn't know Shazam, properly Captain Marvel, as he was originally titled from the Fawcett Comics, uh, was a straight up rip off attempt. Uh, not a derivative, a rip off attempt from one company, uh, to another company. In this case, again, DC's property. Superman was lighting up the uh, the newsstands with sales and Fossil was like hmm we've got uh crappy paper books that we sell to stupid kids let's have our own superman and captain marvel uh who we now know as shazam because of uh, legal rights issues and this then, and the other thing and, and marvel publishing swooping in be like that's ours now thank you um shazam was like a superman rival in my mind like yo you tried to rip off my boy now we're not gonna be cool um, so I always had like a. You, it's your job to impress me now, you big red cheese, uh, and and honestly, when when I sat back, I had nothing. I had no skin in the game, so I feel like that I was an easier, uh, I was an easier mark to win over. I don't know if you feel the same, but there were certain things that like they hit with it, hit with it. I was like, all right. I I had the first thought. I'm like, okay, Lucy Lou, who's basically Rita Repulsa. In this flick I'm like that's gonna that's gonna pop for Charlie but um, I don't know if you if you caught there was a scene I don't know if this is a spoiler but it, it's pretty light if it is it's pretty tame um, in the the uh, in high school good old captain Marvel jr Freddie Freeman um, the gimp he uh he's kind of getting picked on by the resident like jerks of the school yeah. like he he's messed with them plenty but clearly they don't they don't catch a, a hint uh, and I think the character's name was Mr. Gecko, I yes. believe. When he started talking, my... Ooh, the, the small hairs on the back of my neck stood up. Because um, that's Diedrich Bader. Who, anyone who watched, uh, who's kind of like of Charlie's age group, Young Punks. Uh, if you guys watched uh, um, uh, Batman Brave and the Bold, kind of like the, the, the f- a more youthful... Uh, uh, you know, more youthful directed follow-up series, cartoon series to, uh, Batman the animated series. Um, you know, he voiced Batman. I was like, oh snap! They did these little feel-good moments so often through this fic that I, honestly, if I if I hated the plot, the plot was okay, not great. Yeah. Um, you know, the the effects, I'm like, mm, okay, all right, like, uh, home girl from from uh from Star Wars. Clearly wasn't beating up this v- v- VX uh, team. It was okay. It was alright. Again, not nothing that I'm like. You push the plate away from you. Like no, I don't like that. And again, I don't know. It's because if it's because I didn't have that much skin in the game to begin with. Also, and probably the biggest point for me, and then I'll give it right back to you. We knew that this was like in football parlance. This is garbage time, right? Your team is either up or yes. down by 50 points. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, shit, our quarterback threw a 30-yard touchdown. You're like, who the fuck cares? This is garbage time. If you played fantasy football or watched the league, you know exactly what what garbage time means. So to a degree, they could have done almost anything because we know the Snyderverse is being uh, the fucking grave, is being dug as we speak. Uh, We are not going to see it anymore. I, I do want to get back to that, but I'm, I'm gonna give it to you, Charlie. So, do you think that it's because you were coming from a certain place, uh, a certain mindset, that you were more okay with this flick, or did this flick do it uh, on its own? If Shazam Two
1: came out a couple years ago, I would be one of these people being like, let's not let's not speak so harshly about the Snyderverse. This movie was so good. It restored my faith in something as stupid as like Aquaman, which I, John, I thought these trailers Aquaman. were horrible.
0: In looking back, the original Aquaman was not, did not deserve the uh, the latitude. I don't know if you caught it. Uh, Joker, Joker is joining us. Charlie, you can edit that out. We were just talking about that. Oh, nice, nice. I, What's I, up, I, Joker? I What's up? up, brother?
1: Um, with all that being said, um, this this movie, dude, it hit everything. Uh, out of the park for, it, it, it th- let me take that back right because I had a lot of fun but I didn't have a mir- miraculous fun right the trailer was bad I wasn't looking forward to it I don't give a a, a fucking rat's dick about um, you're talking I don't I don't give a rat's ass about Shazam in general I think one of the dumbest things in the first Shazam is the Shazam family being busted out John this movie justifies no, they were... the shazam family so much they were the fucking highlight uh very slight spoiler but they're referred to uh in philly they are fucking referred to as like losers like people are not impressed by their marvel i Valley, mean and that shit it's philly so,
0: dude it is philadelphia it be, yeah, hate phil
1: that's um, it, that's a
0: version of a compliment in philadelphia
1: yeah, you know what? Touché. Touché. <laughs> um, but for me, the thing that just... It shouldn't have worked. On paper, it's corny. And on paper, it's boring as shit. Bro, Faith Herman? Well... Darla?
0: What? Darla, sure, sure. Oh, I don't know if... Uh, if I locked up, or if just you, or if both of us, or... Maybe just you. So I'm gonna keep on. Darla, Charlie is right. Darla was goddamn adorable. Um, I will say this though: the the issue that I had with the Shazamly uh, from the first flick, I I did not have with this flick. I felt like they were far more uh, important to the plot. Uh, one of the things though, I do wish. Yeah, I see that Joker. Charlie, come on back when you get the chance. One of the things that I do wish that I they would watch- had. Hey,
1: we're back.
0: Hey, what's up, buddy?
1: My internet like, to not work.
0: Char- john is making too much sense i'm going to go ahead and block that stuff uh, but yeah, no, what i was saying charlie i'll catch you up to everybody else um the issue that i took with the the, the Shazamly in the first one um it 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 didn't really kind of hit quite so hard this time around because they were more integral to the actual plot and obviously with the sequel you don't have the uh the responsibilities of setting up uh, all of the the ongoing uh, uh, situations that you do in an original But one of the things that carried over for me. I'm like, okay uh, I felt a little bit more clear. Okay, so all of the Shazamli obviously they get the, the Billy is the source of their power And they all have all the powers. However, they each have a Speciality within that power set so Darla again clearly is the speedster uh you know a uh, homeboy um taco bell is clearly like the big puncher right uh um you know again they they, they do I'm, I'm very close to getting canceled so i'm just gonna not pretend that i remember any of their names um however this is the type of thing which i'm i'm surprised that you were not more in tune with or are hyped about is probably the best way to say it um they pulled a lot of stuff straight from the New Fifty Two versions yeah. of these characters, like the Shazamly. Prior to the New Fifty Two, it involved uh, Billy, it involved Freddy, and he was like, "No, you're Captain Marvel Junior." Why? Like he, he changed. He didn't turn into like a big, you know, a steroid-using monster. He stayed in his little goofy body, and then of course Mary Marvel because she's the dime piece. In this case, New 52, they changed all all of that around. They did actually twice in two different variations. I don't know if you remember or if you were still a dedicated reader. When they pulled the Firestorm, they're like, All right, kids, let's all mush together and just become one dope superhero. I'm like, wow, you really kind of took that Firestorm concept and, and ran with a little too far. But the New 52 was very, very present in this flick.
1: And that's, I think, that's an important lesson: is when you, when you take these characters together, it's almost a disservice to do what a lot of the Snyderverse films was—they pil- picked one specific type of a character, and they said yeah. these are the confines of our Batman, these are the confines of our Wonder Woman, these are—I think the reason yeah. that's—it makes them is, one
0: note, which is the most is, boring thing ever.
1: Yeah, and one—I oddly enough, one of the complaints I read about the flick, not that I, I put too much weight behind it. Was that when uh, you know when Shazam was all, you know, juiced up when when uh, when he was full when he was full Shazam, he was like extra dumb, which played perfectly for me because when you're feeling confident, that tends to be a lot of times when you're at your fucking goofiest. Oh yeah. When you're at yeah, your yeah. most like so it's I, a like, lot of people were like, It's like, like, it like an it adult being drunk,
0: him. like not yeah, having any yes. uh any uh inhibitions. To me,
1: to me it felt like freddy was um it, it felt to me like like Shazam when he was Shazam he was able to just kind of be who he really is which is like a dork which is one of these fucking jabronis that just think that they're you know the the they can do no wrong they can say no wrong that pressure of being like the professed leader. I love it. It's like her. Charlie I, I really after he her.
0: throws a strike in bowling. He's like, yeah, just walking, walking. Exactly um, yeah, we right. gotta, For me though, we just got another to, guest.
1: To, to double down on it, our, our, our buddy, uh, TMNT underscore TTV. Um, but what I really on loved Twitch. more than anything was was Darla, who now officially has the greatest sponsored moment in cinematic history. It's not a competition. It's over. Don't even bother trying. She won my heart in both super and non-super and is the reason, ultimately, that the world is saved. And I won't hear any nonsense from anyone else. John, I want to ask you something real specific, and then, Do uh, it. And then I'll give my final thought. Um, yeah. I avoid trailers. Uh, so for me, I was surprised when Wonder Woman showed up. They, they did kind of a nod. On, this isn't a spoiler because it's in the trailers. Um, but they did a nod now. to the ending of the first one where you saw Wonder Woman from the neck down. And I'm like, that's very funny. Like, what a fun way to nod your own previous movie. And, like, I you know, I, why the hell would she do this? So when Wonder Woman shows up, I literally was like, oh, shit. Hmm. Look who it is. The fact that that was robbed from people. Like, how do we still not know how to cut a trailer? You're going to kill the surprise? Yeah. So silly, yeah. So short-sighted. Well,
0: I uh, I realize that you're somewhat new to the cinematic viewing experience. Trailers are cut to convince people to go watch a movie. They so <laughs> they will they'll always like take like all the best, which is why again we are one of our both of our favorites, Kevin Smith, when he talked about uh, Clerks Three, how that trailer like hit hit so well. And didn't dump out, basically show all your cards to everyone at the table. Shazam 2 did exactly that. They showed everybody everything that they had. So, unfortunately, when it didn't work, when it when they didn't have the, the support in the theaters the way they had hoped for. Um, those of us, me, not you. I'm uh, like, I've seen all of this. I have literally seen every beat that's really worth it. Um, I didn't feel cheated per se because again I'm 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 Team Mary Marvel at this point whatever whatever the Flash flick hopes for us whatever bits and pieces are going to be pulled out of pre existing canon to go over to the new stuff I'm just oh I'm crossing every finger and everything else that I got that it's Mary Marvel and again I'm gonna uh, before you do your final thought, Charles I'm gonna throw it back to you again. It's a, a new fifty two point Mary Marvel she came very very close to doing a full heel turn never mind the fact like oh yeah they're actually uh brother and sister which undermines i think the message the dom toretto of it all where this is yes family
1: found family. but uh
0: they're like uh no no they're they're brothers and sisters so it's don't don't ship them like whatever you do because I would just be wrong. Uh, meanwhile, Charlie's like looking at Dar like, "What's up, girl? How you doing?" Like I can wait. Um, I can wait. But so uh, um, yeah, so like the, the fact that like Mary Marvel, forget about Black Adam. No offense, Rocky, because I, I I still I still appreciate you. Um, but fucking uh, Mary Marvel is the the far superior. Forget about Mister Mind. Forget about like all the stuff that's that was teased and like kind of given to us. Um, Mary Marvel is the perfect uh, is the perfect foil for Shazam or Captain Marvel or Captain Thunderclap, whatever the f- whatever they want to uh, talk about. And I did appreciate the little James Gunn uh, inspired uh, barbs that were thrown. But um, yeah, that's what I walked away from. Like, what forget what we got. Like, forget about the not Athena, not, like, they, they, they changed all the gods' names, never mind the fact that they come from different, you know, uh, from, from different uh, worlds, literally. Um, I appreciated kind of, like, what could have happened. So that's, I think, the worst thing about this flick that I can say is that if it is going to be, like, a wrap, so to speak, like, if they're just going to put the nail in the coffin, as Charlie likes to hear, uh, it kind of sucks because what this movie did best was... Get me a little bit hopeful for like okay, what's the next chapter going to look at? Truth be told, Freddie Freeman is a far more worthy uh, uh, avatar for the for those powers. I think it's very difficult for us to to say any different. Also, his character, Zachary Levi, to me, I'm like, which one so of these good. kids is he right now? I'm like, he's Freddie Freeman, right? Oh, he's not. Oh, he's kind of the douchey kid. Oh, that sucks. So so I did if I had to give a negative that that's what I would have uh, that's what I would have said but for me Mar- Mary Marvel with that heel turn like with that understandable killmonger type of like mm, she's out of line but she has a point type of like that would have been perfect but uh but like I said this was kind of like a swan song to these characters until next time until we meet again so well uh, I was totally fine with it great movie nah Fun movie, good movie, family movie, absolutely. And Charlie, final thoughts. Unless you froze up again. Oh, snappy nappy dugout. He may have been frozen again. Um, but I'm going to keep on talking. I'm going to keep on talking. Uh, so I mean, like, I don't know about what you guys thought, chat. Largely, again, I felt that this movie was really just... Uh, a very tolerable fun night out at the movies um nothing nothing offensive about it whatsoever Uh, also fun fact for anyone who was not aware uh that whole oh charlie is back in another iteration charlie i'm just dropping a little knowledge on the good people so uh, them them giving us that kind of like neck down wonder woman tease uh so to speak that's really what they may have had available because much like what they end up doing at the very end of the original Shazam movie with Superman's appearance in the lunchroom, that wasn't Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. I'm not sure what the proper pronunciation is nowadays. Um, that was a, a like a, a stand-in, like a body double, and then they, and they just digitally slapped her head on top of that, which is what we saw, which is pretty... I thought pretty pretty cool because like they covered their bases either one way or another, yeah. they were gonna have Wonder Woman in it. How much of it you saw, that was to be determined.
1: Just holding like a cardboard cut out of just her head. Yeah um, my, my, final thought is, my final thought is this because uh, I heard everything you were saying, although mm. my internet has decided to hate me. Um, <laughs> I, I think what I'm hopeful for, right, more than anything else, is I'm hoping that these actors will be trusted for the next iteration if it's going to be uh, partially thrown out or completely thrown out if they want to tell the story from the kind of top again um, whatever they want to do I What's hope the at point? Least, at least. yeah I, I'm just saying like if they want to do a thing where Shazam isn't introduced until the uh, Justice League exists and then it's like a big surprise he's a kid that's fine. I just hope that at some point, if age appropriate, I hope these performers, uh, more than anything else, by virtue of how good they were with what I saw in Shazam 2, I just hope they get to audition for something. If you tell me that some of these kids want to audition for for a you know little baby Robin, give them a shot at least always because Robin. I think Shazam it's 2. always
0: Robin with this kid. I think
1: Shazam 2 is going to probably go down as like the hidden gem of the Snyderverse era, we'll call it. Uh, I do know that, that the you know medium reception um, critics seem to really have, take umbrage with this flick. I know the not great money, the director, Who is cares? going back to his horror roots, which is a bummer because, again, I had such a
0: good well, time. If I may speak to you that, Chucky Boy, um, I, I do want to give... Look, I, I'm a hack amateur. Granted, I did appear... Uh, in a featured your role crotch role in um, in just the Amazing Spider-Man Two. Listen, buddy, my resume is this much longer than yours. But that being said, um, I just want to speak to those people involved, including the director, guys. Any any troll uh, behavior, the 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 worst thing that you can possibly do is to respond to it. Charlie they across the board like eh? what's with all the hate oh, if you didn't like it don't say anything I'm like shut the fuck up doesn't make a difference The worst thing that you can do is feed them uh, give them power like don't don't you watch South Park? Don't you don't you know how that works don't acknowledge the trolls go about your business? You're not gonna convince anybody like oh uh, um you know, uh, a Ziegler, Rachel Ziegler. She she told me that I shouldn't say bad things online. Okay, I guess I won't. What are you doing? Like this is elementary level type stuff. Just just shut up. Go about your business. Again, uh, the people that know know what you put out there, and you leave it at that. You just yeah. leave it at that. You know who's the, the real boss? You know who the biggest swinging hairy balls? Helen Mirren. Helen yeah. Mirren's like, oh, this is what's going on. She's like. I don't even fucking know what this movie was about, but it was fun. Boom! That's it. That was a fucking mic drop. That's it. She's 113 years old. Come on, kids.
1: Fucking Helen Mirren rules. Um, I knew. I know some people were even saying like, you know, two old bitches. awesome. The, oh, they were awesome. They did a great job. Bring on the Wood Dragon, Daily, Nightly, and Ever So Rightly. Here's the bottom line. If you haven't seen Shazam 2 yet, do yourself a favor it looks great on the big screen you're gonna have a fucking great time go see a matinee if nothing else to further provide the 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 fundamental core value of our friends over at live from the secret stash fuck the suits uh they don't tell us what we like we tell them what we like uh and if you do not have a good time seeing seeing shazam 2 well then you are just like that fucking talk about you know mocking someone on the internet that fucking <laughs> chubby, goofy beard, having droid, whoa, whoa, sack of garbage. Um, damn, you know you'd be a damn liar. Ellis isn't here to defend him, like that I see that toy boy Lucas. Because John, above all else, we know one thing to be an absolute truth, and that what? truth is. News so good it played twice. Does <laughs> everybody gonna
0: take two shots? Shots. Hot shot 1st shot first, first. put him up, sucker. Woo! This for you, George. This is for you. Mm. Mm. Mm-mm.
1: Oh boy. Wow.
0: Delicious. So now that Charlie has taken it upon himself, actually. Uh, uh, real quick uh, we, and everybody uh, if you guys were here last week, you know that joker stream joker on un, joker's underscore stream Underscore over on twitch was on with us last week an absolute dynamite guest um, That audio the podcast version is available now So if you didn't catch it, you can go over and catch it uh, the recorded version now But he actually he put something out to us, which we are going to definitely put into effect Uh, Not today because we didn't work out the verbiage, but moving forward, we are going to leave a nice chunk of time where all the commentary, all the conversation can be included, Um, but definitely kind of keep that in mind. Feel free to throw out questions, commentary, any whatever thoughts we want to address all those as we go, Uh, but that'll that'll probably be even starting maybe hopefully as soon as next week. Um, but yeah, since Charlie took it upon himself to abuse, to just absolutely senior abuse this poor plaid shirt wearing fake jawline having George Lucas watching what's going on on the Mandalorian. I'm like, mm, God damn, I wish I thought of that. Uh, didn't he suffer enough, Charlie? Didn't he suffer enough? You this is a man suffering? who gave us. Favreau's desperately I do. trying to make
1: his shit work
0: listen is all I know step is,
1: episode by episode going you know it, pretty it great, took
0: the prequels you you can go ahead you can talk about you mean jar jar the hero of grogu um you can talk about being a toy boy all you want but george lucas he left it to the toy manufacturers to put him into the movies not like our boy, man, he's a boy he's it's me I'm, I'm here i'm here but like i said uh, i don't want to go too far off the page already um George Lucas himself, not on the prequels, but actually in the somewhat presumed finale of the original, the OG trilogy. I am talking of none other than Revenge of the I mean, Return of the Jedi. Uh, Charlie, George Lucas, man, he, he was revolutionary. He was revolutionary. Uh, I wish I could say that this thought came to me originally, but it didn't. My topic exactly inspired and credit where credit's due over on comicbookresource.com, CBR.com. There was an article published a couple of days ago by Joshua M. Patton. So, juice to you, Josh Patton. Well done. Um, he wrote an article that's uh, titled 40 Years Later Return of the Jedi's Ending Is Still Revolutionary. And you know what? Watching comic book movies in particular nowadays, but you can also pepper in all the streaming shows that we kind of like line up for and we can't wait to see the bad guy get his comeuppance. Uh, I realized this mother sucker is completely right because Return of the Jedi did something that to this day and even bef- before Return of the Jedi, they didn't do it. After Return of the Jedi, they're still having a hard time doing it. And Charlie, what I'm talking about is looking at the audience, looking them square in the face after you've taken a handful of their money, you've made them line out outside in the cold, in the rain, in the hot summer sun. It doesn't make a difference. You've taken pre-orders for the toys that you're not going to deliver for another six months. You are standing on the moral high ground and you look them square in the face and you say, I don't give a fuck what you want. Take what I'm going to give you. So at the end of a saga, a long story of the bad guys just, just uh, heel-stepping their, their, their foot into the good guy's face. And you're sitting there, you're eating your popcorn. Mm, I'm so mad. Oh, I can't wait to this motherfucker. Guess what? He got coming to him. And then your hero, in this case, Luke, blonde, beautiful-haired Luke Skywalker, he has the opportunity to strike down... Darth Vader, the baddest, blackest motherfucker in the galaxy. That's a a reference to Mole Rats. And what does he do, Charlie? Does he swipe his his hand off? Well, he did. Does he swipe his head off? Does he take the mask and take a number two in it and just make it stink for months? No, 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 no. He says, nah, Pops, we good. In that moment, Luke Skywalker, the true hero, he chose to show mercy. Now granted, life is a bitch. So what did he get for his trouble? <laughs> Lightning fucking bolts coming One from the time? fingertips and nipples of the Emperor Pops. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! He did him up. Art oh, Department no. get to work on that animation. Um, he got electrocuted. He 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 doesn't have a fucking hair in his balls for six months after that shit. He got electrocuted. To the, to the Dickens. Um, but, Vader, he did give the audience what they were rooting for. And he picked up Palpatine, threw him into the fucking shaft of... Uh, somehow, Palpatine survived. But, um, the audience did get their moment, but it wasn't the hero that did it. Matter of fact, um, Keaton's Batman, they did something very, very similar. You're like, oh... Batman. he should kill joker everybody's been yelling at batman to kill joker oh it's your no joker stream don't listen to this part um oh batman is just as responsible for all of these deaths uh the people that died at the hand of joker because batman had the opportunity to finish it uh you know time after time after time and he didn't take it (laughs) i know i know pal um but you know it though that's that's good storytelling that's good storytelling. So even in the in the Keaton Batman, he wasn't responsible. It was terrible that they killed off Nicholson. But like he just fucking slipped. Especially what are you going to do? Was like,
1: whoa. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking stupid thing to agree He
0: fell like Hans Gruber on his worst day. God damn. Um, But yeah, like the, that, that aspect of having, your, having no moral ambiguity and just like, well, you're a bad guy, so I'm going to kill you now. Matter of fact, I would argue that it takes the shine off of some of your characters that are somewhat gray. But um, yeah, like I said, Lucas—he—he—he he, he was revolutionary in that decision to say no. Luke is not going to kill him in that moment. Matter of fact, if you're good, if you're a white hat, you don't do black hat shit. And he was dead set in that uh, in that kind of distinction between the two, and that is lost. That is completely lost nowadays. We have heroes, quote unquote, who are killing like hotcakes. They, they can't get enough killing out of their system. So I'm going to take it to you, Charlie, because I know that all joking aside, you do kind of lead towards the darker parts of life. You're like, yeah, yeah, fucking give it to him, good. So like, h- how do you feel? So take, it, take your mind back to the first time you popped in the VHS tape and you watched Return of the Jedi. Were you like, hey, no, you're supposed to kill that big guy uh what's what's up with that
1: so i saw i saw superman the movie before i saw jedi Hmm. so i already had cemented in my mind heroes don't kill i was already reading comic books and all my favorite heroes as cool as someone like the punisher is um those characters were always very clearly anti heroes, right. and I there's something different day,
0: about them yeah
1: yeah to this day I prefer a, a proper hero I think it's because it's more difficult I think the brilliance of Return of the Jedi which in my opinion is like a very flawed movie it's not I'm a new generation Star Wars fan so I was always able to fully respect the the as of Tuesday the ass whooping baby faces got in Empire um, I always kind of thought A New Hope was a little bit boring. I'm like, it takes a long time. This old guy taking a while to give him his fucking laser sword. Ugh. John, if Goddamn you don't love Star bitch. Wars, if you don't love Star Wars in real time, when Vader is like, ha ha, to Obi-Wan, and he just becomes laundry, that scene as like a little kid, I was like, that's fucking stupid. That is <laughs> stupid and I hate it. And yeah. then he comes back as a Says ghost. kid I look this
0: that will do anything face. to not do laundry. To me, I'm like, oh, laundry. Oh, that's an <laughs> evil summer bitch. Why would you do that? Oh, the, are those robes? Some of those robes have to be dry clean only. You mother.
1: Um, <laughs> so, so, my big, so my big takeaway from uh, Jedi was yeah. this cat is such a baby face. He's such a white knight. He's such a white hat. That, like, he's gonna let himself get dead. I was like, I hope fucking Han's nearby to save the day. Because I could have imagined Han killing Vader. So in real time, I distinctly thought that Luke was gonna be like, they're still good in him, and be wrong, because I had been uh, hurt by Empire an hour and 20 minutes prior. Because you've seen in order, And uh, I was like, so Luke's gonna get got, and then Han's gonna be like, I'm gonna fuck your sister! Bang, bang, bang! And shoot the shit out of vader and then be like oh shit that was your dad i'm gonna fuck your daughter sir um so i i was expecting very much the anti-hero to like come in and and really save the day so when luke is like nah bro there's there's good in you you're my old man you want to fucking me? go ahead bitch and then that the baby face turn of vader i literally remember having this emotion hey and then vader being an anti-hero and fucking up that old man until he's cloned uh, was fucking, was glorious. I had such, I had such a good time. I actually think that scene in Jedi is one of the greatest cinematic scenes of all time.
0: It's, Everything it's about the, it was fucking perfect. It's the perfect. payoff of the entire three-part, uh, the, the trilogy. Also, it's, it's that payoff. Like, it was the I whole point mis- of telling yeah. that story.
1: I might be misremembering, but Je- but in Jedi, Luke has the black outfit. And like the minute the emperor is dead, Luke opens up the top of it, and you see the little bit the flap. of of white. That happens like after.
0: I will after give the you. Dead? I will give you a shiny U.S. Awesome. Comics dollar if you know what color that flap was.
1: Was it light gray?
0: It was gray. It was gray. And if you think that there is not, uh, if there is not thought that goes into those type of decisions. You crazy, son. You're Jar Jar Binks. Well, especially Um, with fucking Lucas, who, like,
1: Lucas has to talk about shit poetically to buy any of his bullshit. Like, I'm not saying the guy isn't brilliant occasionally. I'm so glad that fucking Ellis isn't here. He's a creator,
0: man. What I am saying
1: is he's a creator like I'm a creator. On his best day, he's 50-50. Because in the back of his mind, he's like, you know what be great? A pod race. And it's like, that sounds kind of cool. Do you want to ruin it by having announcers out of NASCAR? Like I definitely want to ruin it.
0: He's he's under the the misconception that it's for children. Oh, that's right. It definitely always was intended for children. But no, but 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 again, I was no, I'm a child
1: at the time. It was you're still, still now. To
0: have the Ew- oh, yeah. <laughs> um, look, man, the Ewoks. I will defend the Ewoks to this Those day because that was purely a budgetary decision. Those were supposed to be Wookies. For anyone who doesn't know. Endor was supposed to be oh. filled with wookies just like the upstate New York's got, you know, John, Sasquatch walking around.
1: John, if you if you were on a dating app and you and you matched with someone cuz you always do cuz frankly you're a beautiful man. Who look like a wookie? And then what shows up is a wookie instead of the fucking nine minimum that you normally would date, would you be like, "Well, a wookie's here." time to fucking work around some fur don't bullshit me i i if wouldn't be looking around pass, the corner be like
0: uh are you just two ewoks in a wookie outfit because now we're talking um I no my my, Ewok. my my larger point and you have my larger point is this um well, the these are italian <laughs> these are formative braces too much um these are formative type lessons and and i'll always take it back. To this same point, so I, I apologize to anybody if it gets repetitive or if you have the, the bad taste to disagree with me, storytelling is not just merely time-killing, right? It's not just like a, a empty calorie fucking, you know, something to do. If you're going to tell a story, and I don't care what format it is, if it's a movie, if it's a comic book, if it's a TV show, if it's a, a extended series, if it's a podcast, whatever the fuck if you're telling a story what is your point? Storytelling has largely always been, from day one, moral driven. You want to get across a certain belief system, right? And I would say that Return of the Jedi, when it dropped, when Luke made that very, very uh, distinctive decision to give the old man a pass, and granted, paid for it because Uh, We'll attest, being the good guy is sometimes painful. Um, He was not just... Not just, like, uh, doing it in the face of everything that was to come. Because right now, we are knee-deep in the age of fucking where they stand. The good guy shoots first and asks questions later. Right? But also, before that, Dirty Harry, uh, uh, Charlie Bronson... um, You know, like, they, they all... The bad guys fucking paid with their lives. Not sometimes, Charlie. Not most of the time. All the time. I can imagine the fuck the suits, uh, uh, you know, the the hashtags was just a pound sign back then. And it was on a rotary zone. Um, But even then, they must have been looking at scripts like what the bad guy doesn't die oh no this is crap yeah. right we're talking about the birth really this is the early days of the era of the blockbuster right if jaws if bruce the shark just like wiggled his his cute little shark ass and said ah is a misunderstanding i thought you guys were seals all right now i know bye people would have people would have uh, rioted uh, they would have thrown their their popcorn at the screen instead of being petrified to go into the water for the next uh, decade. I just imagine um,
1: cutting to the credits. Bruce the shark, 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 shark. Bruce the shark.
0: He's like smoking the cigarettes. He's he's uh, he's he's now sitting uh, with Quint and Brody and the chief. He's telling his heartbreak. Oh man, one time I was down in the Caribbean. This was spring break. This was like ten years ago. Oh boy, I saw this hammerhead. Ooh, she was good to go. She was drunk as hell, but her friends wanted to pull her away from there. Mm mm mm. That shit is gonna, that shit's gonna leave a mark. Leave a mark right here. As he's um, telling
1: that story, he goes to bite Brody. They all just turn to him. They're like,
0: Bruce! Christ. <laughs> <Ba-dum-ba-dum. laughs> but uh, so, so let me ask you this, Charlie. I think we clearly know where I stand on it. I am firmly in the camp of a hero. A true hero, and granted, this means that a true hero is hard to find. Just go watch uh, Footloose; there's a whole fucking musical number about it. Uh, sometimes you need a hero, and they are hard to find because a true hero doesn't kill. A true hero doesn't let the 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 muck and the slime and the heaviness of the badness around he or she drag him down to their levels. Whenever it's avoidable granted, and that's the operative word avoidable They do not ever choose to kill actually It's probably the, 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 my first of many issues that I had with the Snyderverse. when you made my man Cal fucking snap uh, Your neck snap like a like a like there was nothing else never mind flying out of the city when you had multiple opportunities to do so you snapped his neck what is the matter with you? If I'm in that writing room, I say, no, 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 no. What what Clark Kent does is he claps his hand over Zod's uh, burning eyes. And granted, maybe he's going to carry a scar on his Kryptonian hand for the next decade. But he is never going to choose to kill. That's not Clark Kent. But regardless of the fact, not for nothing. you know where I stand. nothing. How do you feel about too. If yeah, in him. the
1: rest of the Snyderverse films, every time he had a tough decision, he looked down at his scarred hand. Are you fucking kidding me?
0: If he questioned, DC, Warner, look at what I'm doing to my poor little baby brother. I could be doing this for you.
1: That is like... But that being that said... Beautiful. Oh my god, and like that stupid bathtub scene in Batman v Superman. If she's like massaging his hand, like maybe his fucking hand always hurts. The most powerful fucking man that this maybe planet's he's ever seen. A-
0: He's got to flex it every once in a while like a, ah! like a college football stud who like got stepped on by a cleat, and now he couldn't go pro. Come Son on, man, Charlie. Bitch. That's what I'm here for. The fixer is in the house. But again, I'm going to throw it to you because uh, the talk yeah, is running. I'm super
1: boring. I'm super boring. I 100% agree with you. Um, My I man. Of, See? I think one of the, the absolute most boring things that they do in a lot of these fucking Batman movies that are otherwise at times exceptional his willy-nilly usage of a gun even bugs me. Let alone the fact that, like, he put a bomb down a clown's pants in Batman Returns. That motherfucker is dead. Like, he has been... Or my favorite, as I saw it on uh, Instagram, someone put a video together of Batgirl dropped, like, a chandelier on someone. And Robin kicked the guy into, like, a fucking ice pond full of sharks. Like, you guys are murderers! And one of you is 12! Like, it's lunacy to me that they haven't been able to bridge the gap between these two types. It makes sense that Tony Stark would be a killer. He co-signed killing for most of his adult life. But that would disqualify... For me, that's what gives someone like Captain America the moral high ground. To be like, your Joker mentioned it uh, just before. This idea of, like, if you kill a killer... They're just, there's now the same amount of killers, because, like, you're now a killer piece of shit. The fact that they didn't take advantage and that they're so afraid of sullying the good name of these characters that their names aren't that fucking good. You can still be a wonderful member of the Avengers. It was the most interesting thing about Hawkeye and Black Widow. It was the fact that they were constantly trying to work off debt that was impossible to fucking work off. And the real, like the talking about missteps in movies, when Hawkeye becomes Ronin, and not only becomes a killer again, doubles down. He's like, you know what? Man, I'm in pain, so everyone gotta be murderer. in pain. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill everyone in the fucking yakuza. That is interesting because that is that character when his family comes back into play is guilty again. And if the movie were stronger, making that point obvious, then the element that the show took advantage of. That you and I and people who like pay attention to that shit and understand the con- kind of comic book background, we know he's paying off something. That is what makes interesting characters. You ruin a character like Luke Skywalker also, because he was at his pe- at his peak in Jedi, and then the next time I see him cinematically, he's gonna kill a fucking youngling just because that well, youngling's gonna become a prick. We're uh, we're not we're not
0: we're not gonna gonna broach that that disaster but um yeah, know you 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 said it you said it beautifully Thank uh you. when you have a character who's forced to do something that they know is 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 wrong or kind of like goes against the grain well then yeah then now you have a responsibility they have a debt you mentioned her by name uh, um red uh red red uh black widow rather redheaded black widow um there's a reason why she said nope i'm jumping like that's that's debt like you got red in the ledger right that as they as they say um <laughs> justin joining us uh last jedi is always such a trigger you're damn right son um but yeah look fanbot. one <laughs> one of the things though that uh, it also does is it robs from the characters who are more interesting because they are killing for quote-unquote the right reasons So just real quick, and and you mentioned a few of them already, um, and I I queued this up before. Um, Charlie loves a good Robin. Uh, Damian Wayne, he's a little summer bitch, literally and figuratively. He's a murdering fool. Um, Black Widow, again, we talked about it. Look, that's just a job. Moon Knight. Moon Knight is another one. Moon Knight is not going to be Moon Knight. Moon Knight, like the the way that uh, uh, Billy Batson was picked, Frickin', uh That's the way Moon Knight was picked. But like the opposite side of that yeah. coin, uh, like the Egyptian side, the the Black Adam side of that coin, Winter Soldier. That that's a motherfucker just doing his job. Winter Soldier, obviously, Winter Soldier's gonna gonna kill. That's like literally uh, how what his description is like in every role playing game. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider is biblically obligated to do a certain He's job. Soul sucking some bitch. You're not gonna you're not gonna do it any other way. Again, another Robin for Charlie's collection. Red Hood. Look, yeah. Red Hood, what did they say? Hurt people? Hurt people. Red Hood has a good damn reason. And hopefully joker has got his ears covered for this one because he's kind of responsible. Uh, but Red Hood just, just sharing the pain all over town. Thor. Right? We forget. We forget uh the origins a lot of times of these characters where, Yeah, blonde uh, eyebrows a lot of times, yeah, just like Aryan tops, real dick. Aryan dream, just Hitler's like, yeah, give him what they asked for. I don't know why he's uh, Arnold all of a sudden, but he was. Amazing, Arnold Amazing. with a little, <laughs> I need that casting. little mustache. Thor is, uh, he's a Viking. That's their, that was their culture, and the way that Marvel kind of like danced around it is just fine. But Thor, Thor kills, and he's like, hey, did you see me kill that big guy over there? That was really great. Another, uh, who else? Wolverine. Look, Wolverine. Thank God the Wolverine, thank God Logan has a healing factor because he takes so many, so much abuse on this podcast, he might not make it. Uh, but yeah, his healing factor will get him through. Wolverine's a killing, killing monster, a literal little Canadian killing monster. The Spectre, guys, again, this is at its heart a comic book-based podcast. If you do not know the character of the Spectre, I'll, I'll first say this, shame on you. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll forgive you. Um, whatever you do next, later tonight, before you, ch- check out a couple of digital Spectre books. You'll thank me later. Uh, and again, the number one, we've name-dropped him constantly, Punisher. Punisher's name was either going to be Punisher or Frank, I'm going to kill you now, Castle. That's his thing, man and again he has a reason for doing it he's not just a total psycho yeah. i mean he's a psychopath but he's not like a like a total psychopath there's a reason why he's doing the things that he's doing oh so well and i'm not talking about the new version that has like a little demon horn and has got powers all of a sudden that's that's bull crap oh, that's going on that, so i mean real real actual frank castle punisher you charlie i don't know if you agree with me but uh this is my final thought and then i'll let you wrap those characters are special in the darkest, uh, 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 like the, the darkest, wrongest, black hat way because you are, uh, in essence, you are a bad guy. You're doing bad guy shit for good guy reasons, and that makes it special. So when you have an isolated group of what we now call antiheroes, Charlie, I would, I would, uh, uh, we could almost play a, a drinking game and be able to drive home that night. By showing the heroes that don't kill at this yeah. point, and I'm not just talking about comic book characters, cinematic, TV, what have you, video games, um, you know, killing has just become like the has just become like the currency that they that they all trade in. We applaud, right? Like Faces of Death would be on Saturday morning uh, kids' cartoons at at this point. So, uh, look, man, my the way I feel again. Uh, what Lucas did with Return of the Jedi, when you had that pivotal moment, he looked the audience in the face, fake jawline, having beard, shaved up tight, flannel shirt. Uh, and He said, you know what, guys? I know what you want right now. I know that you are desperate to have Luke kill this fucking cyborg son of a bitch. The answer is no. Yeah. Luke is not going to do it. Luke is better than Vader. He's obviously better than Palpatine, and guess what? He's better than you. You may have taken that opportunity to kill when the opportunity arose, but he's not going to do it. He's going to get shocked from the from, uh, from neck to tits uh, because of it. At the end of the day, the Emperor is still going to get his comeuppance or thrown down the down the the tubage. Um, So you'll still get it, but it's not going to be at the hands of uh, the Golden Boy, and I think that was the absolute proper, the best thing to do storytelling-wise. Again, these are moral fucking tales, uh, but I'm going to let you wrap it up, Charlie. Am I wrong? Yeah. Ha- is that a no. totally lost concept in storytelling nowadays, or I think do we just have a new ex- chapter happening around the corner?
1: Yeah, I-, I think it still exists. I think people are more ashamed to admit that it's so vital to certain characters, and I think the percentage switched. I think most heroes didn't kill for a long time. And then Image Comics showed up with their giant pouches and their murderous, murderous rage in their eyes, and I think we kind of flipped it. I think it's 20% don't kill now, 80% kill. So it's harder to sell someone as an antihero when they're just doing what they should be doing. You should kill evil. What it ruins, though, is it ruins some characters because there's an amazing moment, a movie I don't necessarily love, but the last Spider-Man movie... There's that great scene in the end where Peter wants revenge. He is about to put a glider through a motherfucker. And there is a wonderful setup in that film where they're taking out cures for all of the bad guys. And our Peter, the main universe Peter that we're following, just puts out four. He doesn't put out one for the Green Goblin. Because fuck the Green Goblin. Green Goblin took for me. I want revenge. And the eldest statesman Spider-Man... But the one and only Tobey Maguire goes, we have to cure everybody. And then Toby's there at the end to stop him from making a mistake that maybe Toby made. We know for a fact that the other Spider-Man made that mistake. He talked about hurting people to the point where they lost their lives. That's an important character study. It's an important character. And it, for me, will always separate heroes into two camps. The morally righteous that'll do everything extra to not kill versus the ones that frankly take the easier road. I don't want my heroes to be amped up versions of me. I don't fantasize about being John Wick even though that would be so fucking cool because John Wick isn't the sort of person I'd want to be. John Wick, another morality tale, John Wick and his violence, I'm so excited for the next movie, is what ultimately ruined his happiness. He was happy for a second, it got stolen by the universe stole his wife, and then he's given a a puppy, the most beautiful little daisy dog, and then a motherfucker kills that dog for, presumably for fun, and now John Wick gotta kill everybody. He doesn't want to be him. Why should we? You shouldn't want to be Frank Castle. You shouldn't want to be the murdery version of Batman. I certainly don't want to be the murder version of Superman.
0: Well, not to cut you off. And I don't like this
1: bullshit, yeah.
0: Not to cut you off, Charlie, just because we're running long. Uh, I think that, again, I don't know if it was the the point or if you stumbled across it accidentally. The point is that even in those type of tales, when the people, when they take uh, the opportunity to like that, that low-hanging fruit of like, oh, I'm going to kill you now. It still doesn't bring them what they ultimately were reaching for. It doesn't bring them justice because now they are the guilty ones. It doesn't uh salve the wounds whatever was driving them to that action it doesn't address any of that and again john wick is going to be somebody we're talking about plenty with that new flick coming out also as well as the spin-off ballerina looking looking forward to that as well but yeah i think you very much proved my point uh what lucas and and return of the jedi did uh matter of fact like the realization like no 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 no. jedi and specifically uh, uh luke skywalker is a very specific Entity so whereas originally they were going to call it revenge of the Jedi Gladly somewhat late they realized you know what Jedi don't seek revenge We're going to call it return of the Jedi fuck all those posters that we put out into the world already um, No a hero does what a hero does if you're anything other than a hero you cannot uh, get that vanity plate uh, for your whip uh, and I think that that really wraps it up, but The truth of the matter is also, heroes pay their fucking bills. So Charlie wanted to do everybody a favor and tell the good people here listening uh, and watching how we go about the business of paying our bills at U.S. Comics. Absolutely. Today first and first mostly we are brought to you
1: by twitch.tv forward slash U.S. Comics HQ. We are on the hunt for 30 followers. We are one follower away from giving away a Kevin Smith autograph. All you have to do is you follow us on Twitch. You go over to our Instagram. You show us a little proof. And that simple, you could be walking away with an authentic signed Kevin Smith Clerks 3 mini poster. It's a little banged up from its travels, but it still looks awesome. And there's a hell of a story. That's just authenticity, baby. Exactly. Along with it, I'll throw in a couple of U.S. comics goodies just because you're a good soldier like that. So tell your friends. Get them to follow. It's totally free. We ask nothing of you, so do this, or else I'm going to send Joker and his crowbar right after you. Uh, but, John, you know what we're not brought to Send by, bats. We're not brought to you by some fucking bullshit mobile game or some nonsense patchouli oil that you don't want, because we're not like other podcasts who sell out for some random brand that's willing to throw us a couple dollars. No, no! Today we are once again brought to you by one of our absolute favorite bands, and that, of course, is Bad Mary. You heard them during the intro. You're going to hear them again at the end of the show. If you're wondering where else you can catch their act, you can follow them over at Bad Mary Band across all social media platforms, including Twitch. You can support them over on patreon.com forward slash Band, And you can stay up to date at Bad Mary.com for merch and upcoming performances, including their tour of Japan. But my favorite part Happening. is that their entire discography is available across all music streaming services.
0: Hell yeah, and then you got to ask everybody, where we dropping with Sergeant Finesse? You can find him currently gaming as a partner on Facebook, but he is currently also as well as making the switch over to Kick, Uh, so Kick.com, you can find him as well. Multiple streams every day, outstanding video game content, supporter games, co-streams, giveaways, contests, don't be a sucker. Check him out today when the Sarge is on deck. Ooh, you salute, Gigi's son. Woo! All right. What is your fourth
1: favorite holiday?
0: Charlie's birthday. Charlie's your fourth?
1: That's be your first. Yeah. Well, it's not. Huh. Well my now my fifth <laughs> favorite holiday is John's shitty birthday. What, what the hell, fourth, man? My fourth favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. Bring on the food coma. Bring on the binge drinking at noon. Bring on that smell of turkey in mom's house that starts somehow the day before. <laughs> but it is going to take a real dark turn because it's almost time for Thanksgiving, which was a fake slasher movie trailer that played between Robert Rodriguez and uh, our, our boy uh, from, uh, from Feet fame, Quentin Tarantino. Uh, when they did their kind of movie mashup, they did their little old school throwback grindhouse they showed a bunch of fake trailers, one of which already became a real movie, and that was, of course, Machete. Uh, In fact, it became two movies, because Machete also killed...
0: It became a franchise.
1: But what's really exciting, John, is it's finally being brought to life, and that, of course, is Robert Rodriguez's Thanksgiving, a slasher film, set during the Thanksgiving holiday. I fucking love when fake shit becomes real shit. So much so that I am thirsty for Machete in Space, which I suspect is going to happen. Just fucking go full, like, goofy, like, 60s almost. 50s, 60s-styles making will always make my heart happy. John, did you ever think we would live in a world where fucking the Thanksgiving slasher film came to life? Now, given I did just wax poetic to you privately about how good uh, Santa's sleigh or whatever the hell the one with John Leguizamo is called, like my new favorite Christmas movie that I did discover in March. Um, did you as, think we live in a world all where all the Thanksgiving best Christmas
0: movies are released. What was the question?
1: Did you think we live in a world where we got to Thanksgiving cinematically? No,
0: of course not.
1: Were you, were you just like, there's Why so would many we? things.
0: Why would well, we? Thanksgiving uh, as an actual flick reeks to me of like, I got nothing to do during COVID lockdown, so let's just fucking make this thing. Like, how did this even come about? Like, whose genius idea was this?
1: Honestly, it's. I think it's just because people wouldn't stop harassing Robert Rodriguez about it. On really? Track. And he's yeah. very active. I mean, and he in all fairness, that, man, in that, all... That, that horrible episode of Boba Fett, he needed to take that taste out of everybody's mouth. Ow!
0: Ow! Thor strikes again uh yeah exactly dude i uh i i i did not i was not looking for this uh i didn't expect it um i'm a little bit concerned to be if i'm being totally really which is pretty rare uh in this in this uh, venue and yet Um,
1: you told me my birthday wasn't your favorite holiday you piece of garbage yeah no
0: that's uh, just life of fun um look robert rodriguez is one of my og favorite directors right what he did um you know what he did for, for i mean people a lot of times will kind of like think of desperado as the breakout um desperado was like the the, the popular the like the you know the the mass uh the, the masses popular uh breakout but like what he was able to do uh before that um just like amazing and and almost similar to again Kevin Smith we 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 name drop him constantly here to the point his, his ears must just be ringing all the time um like what clerks was able to accomplish on kind of like you know a credit card receipts um Robert Rodriguez was also uh that's that's basically how he went about it like he cast that first flick um with like people that he knew to the point where, like, the studio's like, okay, here's a couple of here's a couple of bucks, go hire real actors, please, not just like kids that you know from college and somebody walking down the street that looks kind of vaguely sinister. Um, and uh, I'm a little bit concerned, like you, like you mentioned, and I definitely was gonna his episode of Boba Fett. It wasn't that it was like just it wasn't up to expectation or that it it was bad. It was straight up bad. Like, give me any spy kids over that fucking episode of Boba Fett. It was just it was just amateurish. It was ham fisted. Nothing I, I literally couldn't think of anything good to say about it. And it actually featured one of my favorite, uh favorite legacy type characters in uh Black Sammy. But to the point where now I'm like oof Oof, you got you like you you're you're playing from behind now you' you're down two touchdowns coming out of the half you gotta give me something now and the fact that he's kind of kind of going to the well a little bit and also as well as he's doing it in a in a form that he's not particularly well versed in i don't know what i'm gonna get man i don't know like do you think you're gonna sit back and this is gonna be like a popcorn. Oh, this is so much fun flick. Or you I have do. no reservations?
1: I, I, I think this is a great palate cleanser because I think that I think sometimes there's you know, like Balboa said, there's that stuff inside. And I know for a fact he loves these fucking schlocky horror movie, horror type movies. I, I know that this Thanksgiving trailer that was pieced together was very much done because of their kind of mutual uh, love for the goofy fucking nature of these old slashers, I think if handled right, this could be a nice little fresh reboot for him. Because he did live in that child world for a long time, making a lot of money, making a bunch of dumb little kids happy. Now make me happy. My my almost 40 ass would love to see some weird puns. I'm for it. Because here's the thing, John. I think what's great about movies like this that are intended to be a certain amount of schlocky i think it allows the freedom to kind of go a little over the top with it you know so not only do i welcome thanksgiving into my halloween uh watching hopefully i'll want to watch it more than one halloween uh, i think all this a lot of fake shit should get made so much so that's what i really want to talk to you about I want to know what fake movies or fake TV shows that you 100% think should be made real because I think there's a lot of great options out there and I would like to just relatively quickly because we are going against the clock I would love to just go over some if you're feeling
0: froggy hell yeah bro you know me I'm gonna start us off
1: I'm gonna start us off I'm gonna start us off small uh, strong rather because we do mention him a lot because he's also glorious Kevin Smith has said we're probably like 18 years away from what will be the final Jay and Silent Bob movie when finally Jay Muses kid winds up playing Harley Quinn's kid in Jay and Silent Bob, Fuck We're Old. God, Charlie still came on opening day and came twice to the tour. But I think it's silly to limit them to waiting so long. So I think what should finally be made into a reality. It started as a fake movie uh, in the hallowed Canadian halls. Um, I think that we should have Jay and Silent Bob go Canada, eh? First talked about in Degrassi, The Next Generation. Uh, I think this very goofy movie that should involve the new kids at Degrassi, even if that show's long canceled, I and think that should be. be Jay and Silent Bob's Actually, I'm adventure. pretty sure
0: it has been already. Like, weren't they... Were there weren't they one of the the first under the fucking axe, uh, for cancellations over there? I think the Grassy, the new maybe the next class or whatever the fuck the I, ultimate next sure fun
1: class. John, uh, he keep Kevin keeps talking about his Canadian horror film called yeah. uh, Moose Jaws, which is Jaws with a moose. What a great follow up to a horror movie. You in you throw Jay and Silent bobbin in at the end of that flick. And then the next flick is Jay and Bob go Canadian? Yes, sir. Please sign me up. And I absolutely want to see Jay Muse interact with another Canadian superpower. And that's from the show uh, Scott uh, Scott in the Book of Pure Evil. Uh, he played a janitor in that, a Canadian show. Yes, yes, I think yes. that janitor and interact with Jay Muse. I think it's like a, wow.
0: I'll allow it. I'm going to uh I'm going to just come right back over the top, and uh, just like a like a like a collect four, uh, card in Uno or whatever the fuck, um, I'm gonna go ahead and throw at you Goodwill Hunting two, Hunting Season, <sharp inhale> the the refer to, uh, sequel uh that they talked about in Bluntman and Chronic, uh if nothing else. We, we know that uh, that Affleck's going to have plenty of time because he said, Oh, yeah, you think I'm going to direct a DC movie? <laughs> Fuck that noise. Nope, not going to do it. And I- I'm going to go ahead and look. I put a lot of stuff out. I, I talk a lot. Sometimes I just kind of like zone out. I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, But I do say plenty here. I'm pretty sure that I reference there being a potential problem. With Affleck directing anything for DC, this was weeks ago because we knew that uh, that Affleck and, and Damon they have their own uh, um, yeah uh, their their own distribution company. Like, look, if it's not distributing uh, distributing through our company, we ain't fucking doing it. Like that was the whole point of their fundraising. So I I, I called that shot uh, again weeks and weeks ago. But regardless, I could see Affleck kind of fucking uh you know. Getting the apples ready to go for, um, for a How hunting two hunting season. Fucking
1: great it would be for them to take a piss out of the thing that made them household names. That would be two hundred percent. I have a question for you, John. Do it. What do what does the following four pack all have in common? We got Action Doctor. We got such so a small font. You just don't exist. We got the game is over part two. And we got thrilled to be here. The four, the four most important uh, movies in whose catalog. I see you ruminating, so I'm going to spoil it for you.
0: Do it. The one and only
1: former skateboarder turned cinematic dime piece, the one and only Lucas Lee from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, played by Chris Evans. I think we sign him that Netflix deal that he's working under. We bang out four Lucas Lee pictures. And it's that awesome shit where it's like Tropic Thunder, where it's he's playing Lucas Lee, who then is forced to play four different characters, one of whom is a doctor who presumably saves the world using a skateboard. John, Chris Evans is good in everything, and I'm dying to see his goofy tattoos. Which apparently he has just covered himself with. This is the perfect venture in yeah. which to do it. That w- that the would Lucas be Lee like, collection.
0: A, like, a, like unveiling the Mona Lisa the the first time. Uh, he's like, look at this, look at this ink. Uh, Charlie, I will go ahead and I will rebuttal your collection of flicks that you have there with my own little collection of flicks, if I may. May I? Nope. May, may I not Charlie is just dipping in and out just like flickering like he's on the fucking the main holodeck Over on the USS Enterprise, but you know what? I'm gonna give the good people who have decided to stick around with me exactly what they stuck around for I want a, a, a group of movies to be released back to back to back by very uh, heralded and talented performers Uh, You might probably recognize them from Tropic Thunder. But before they went into that Tropic Blunder, they were very much involved with other projects of their own. So I do indeed want to finally see a fully realized, simple Jack. Give me simple Jack on the big screen. Let me know what everybody was. Rooting for not just Simple Jack, thank you for joining us again, Charlie. Not just Simple Jack, but you know what, though? I also want to see Fatties fart too. I want to see what's going on with that collection of uh biggins, but also as well as just because you know it's not all about the yucks and it's not all about going after the Oscar, sometimes you really got to pull a heartstring or two. I also want to see Satan's Alley. Just a previously yes. mentioned before, Toby Maguire, but also as well as uh, um, Tony Stark. Just like, ooh, just touching pinkies while holding their rosaries. I think, Charlie, you sometimes imagine... you got to play for the Oscar, bro. You got to do it. You got to do it.
1: John, could you imagine
0: Hulu doing those as like limited
1: one hour, like like short Come on. Like, I would piss my pants. History of the World Part Two, is the number one uh, most watched release on Hulu ever in its first week. If you tell me, if you tell me that Tobes and Tony Stark can't gay priest their way into one of the either funniest or what if they played it serious, that might be funnier. John, let's do two more each. I'll start us off. Uh, I got to go with another series. Because one of, uh, I think, the most underappreciated action heroes or action uh, performers of my lifetime has been Dolph Lundgren. And the way to properly, properly give him one more bite at that megastar apple is, I think, Thunder Gun 1 through 4. Ending, of course, uh, at the end of Thunder Gun Maximum Cool. Once he apologizes for his wrongdoing and smashing up and down the world, uh, we hand it over to their their Latin Latinx new uh, member of the cool family, or gun family, going from Thunder Gun to, like, Power Gun or whatever goofy name he is. Uh, the Thunder Gun series in 3D. You can just in two hours do all four movies. Like, we don't need to spend a lot yeah. of time getting through the Thunder no, Guns.
0: I, ideally, uh, you wouldn't. Uh, you know what though Charlie uh, well done uh, dipping into our it's always sunny uh, universe considering that we just beat the hell out of Philadelphia earlier. Uh, Charlie, I'm gonna take it a little more highbrow, right I'm gonna go with oh look there's there's broad company co- comedy there's <coughs> fart Dick and fart jokes, but then there's highbrow comedy which um, which uh, look the fact of the matter is that I've worked with Corky before. Uh, so I know some of the terminology. Uh, Christopher Guest has given us some of the best content that, frankly, we don't deserve. And some of you dumb motherfuckers don't get. Uh, but for your consideration, they were uh, uh, they, they featured the making of a flick that would go on to win multiple awards. So I'm sure the actual realization of Home for Purim. Forget about your Thanksgiving slashing movie. Give me my Jewish Thanksgiving-esque holiday porum oh, no. home for Purim. I want all of the original performers. Um, I want them all to appear. Just dynamite. I know tears, laughter, and hugs would prevail.
1: Amazing. Uh, I'm gonna finish as strong as possible. Uh, but first, I have to ask you a question. John, do you ever watch yes. online when when people do, like, long-form reviews of a movie series? Like, they'll do, like... Sure. They'll do Rocky 1, they'll do 20 minutes on it. Rocky 2, they'll do 15 minutes. Right. Rocky 3, they'll do 20 more minutes. And, like, by the time you're done catching up, you're like, that shit was movie-like. That was two and a half hours. I very oh much want, after the next Scream movie, I want six months later them to release... The first and only necessary stab review cinematically i want you to do it like a like a youtube show with lots of clips and shit like it wouldn't get dmca'd uh but i want them to go over all seven stab films who the actors were what the highlights were when it like went bad when it had time travel i want it to be like talk about meta and since this is right since this is a different world you bring back, I forget the character's name, but in the first couple of Scream movies, there was the kind of film geek, and in the newer series, there's his like niece, who very much plays the same role. You cast them as two different characters, but they walk you through the Stab series, the goods, the bads, how much fucking fun. And maybe if you play those sat- satirical cards right, maybe we'll finally kill this pessimistic, wildly nasty, mean, and grumpy internet reviews that are still so fucking popular, where the only clicks you get is like, i fucking hate, blah, blah, blah.
0: If you, if you poke them in the eye good enough, eventually they will learn. And uh, Charlie, from, for my last entry into the fictional movies become reality, uh, I want to, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm going to utilize experts of poke them in the eye-ology um none other than, than matt parker and trey stone give me terence and philip asses of fire give me a fully fleshed out for extra points give it to me live action oh lord have mercy you have matt and trey playing uh fucking terence and philip But just like everything else be like that 2D, just like a t-shirt with a P or a T on it. Amazing. Take it all the way. And look, as we all know, um, South Park, again, if you don't realize that it's brilliant, I kind of feel bad for you because it means that you're a little lower on the IQ ladder. It is very funny because it is very smart. And I know that the the fucking construction paper (laughs) fucking animation can sometimes get away from that point. But it's just very very smart and they've actually straight away as the boys have kind of like begun to, to mature and what have you still maybe in fifth grade but um, as they've kind of gone on with their life they have straight away from Terrence and Philip. but that also means that TMP has been collecting a little dust over there at the studios. What a perfect and very hilarious and unexpected way to oh, oh, dust off that dynamite property. Give us the outro that you know we are ready for. Terrence and Philip, Asses of Fire, at a theater near you.
1: Amazing. I'm going to fantasy book that they do an immediate follow-up like a stage production and just win <laughs> a bunch of awards because you know the fucking – they would do, like, Terrence and Philip, Asses of Fire, the movie, the musical. Like, they, if anyone could do it, oh. it's Matt and Trey. And, yes, I'm, uh, I'm considering that a challenge to two of the richest people on Earth. John! What a fantastic out episode. I am so sorry that the wind Indeed. is fucking with my internet. But those of you that hung around, I greatly appreciate you. You mean the absolute best to me. Remember, you You're can best. win an absolutely free Kevin Smith Mini Clerks 3 signed poster. All you have to do is shoot over to the Purple site Twitch. Go ahead and click follow. We're one away, and then we're going to give it away. You follow, you make a screenshot or whatever other proof you want to do, and we're going to go ahead and Let's send that out to randomly... One of you, uh, with some other free goodies. But John, there's only one Word. way we end each and every episode of U.S. Comics Cast. Uh, why don't you? Why not you go ahead and mime along the simple steps? Because first you gotta turn the power on. Then you gotta turn the volume up. Then you gotta tune Bad Mary in and scream out into the night. Open up the window wide, rather, and then scream out, Time, the space girl!
0: Oh, wow. La 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 la. This is my stuff. Got to get up. I need to hop.
1: Excuse me. Excuse me. I must be on another planet. La
0: la la la.
1: Love